everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of Popcorn Hangover. I'm John. And I'm Anna. And today we are going to be doing our second episode on Justice League, but this time it's the Snyder Cut. (laughs) So we are doing Zack Snyder's Justice League, which just came out on HBO Max. Um, At the time this releases, it came out two weeks ago. So this is the first time we're going to be looking at a movie like a second time, I guess. Yeah, I've never really... I've never, like, been someone who, like, needs to watch director's cuts or, like, I know there's definitely movies that I've I've watched director's cut or, like, that's the that's the version I've, like, seen first. But I've never been someone like, oh, my gosh, I have to watch this version of it. Yeah. So, it was, and I think this is very different because, like, yes, Zack Snyder specifically has made director's cuts in the past. But this movie went from being, like, a two-hour movie to a four-hour, like, yeah. mega- movie extravaganza (laughs) yeah and we will get into that with a ton of thoughts in it which maybe you'll be surprised by how we feel maybe you won't um but before we get to that we do have some big um show announcements so i'll let anna kind of kick that off yeah so we celebrate you know i think it maybe it might be next week but basically we celebrate a year of this podcast um what started as something created out of boredom and a joke an inside joke that john and i would say all the time that we should start a podcast mm-hmm. created in the pandemic um, as something to keep us busy uh we're now on our 50th episode it's crazy to think that we're we've been doing this for so long mm-hmm. and that we're already here and i think like personally you know john and i say all the time that this podcast, even though you know we don't get a lot of listeners, or it's not, it may not be perfect. It's something that really like brings us joy every week, and it's not something that like feels like a burden. It feels like something that you know brings us creativity and is a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know about you. Um, I echo all those thoughts, uh, like word for word. Um, so we kind of we're kind of using this as a point to kind of like reflect on the last year, but also look forward yeah. at what we kind of. Like, what our time allows for... Um, yeah, well, what we can do to make this better. So, yeah. I think that we don't want this to ever become a bur- burden on ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think it kind of got to the point, you know, we're going to be honest, it got to the point where it just, we didn't feel like posting. We didn't feel like, you know, we felt like watching a movie a week. We were like, Ugh, I don't want to watch something. You know, There sometimes you just want to watch a dumb movie that you don't need to have yes. to talk about. So uh, we both mutually decided that it'd probably be better for ourselves um, and, you know, our schedule, our busy schedules, but then also for the podcast as a whole to move from a weekly podcast to a biweekly schedule or every other week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this will just allow us to, you know, maybe create some more fun and full episodes that have a lot of rich discussion and that we can, you know, do movies and um, also just have time to post about things within our yeah. episodes, not feel like we have to post something for days in a row. Yeah, it also <laughs> it also will take a lot of pressure off of me editing. To yeah. Be perfectly frank, it takes us like an hour to two, however long the episode takes, it takes us a little longer than that to record. Um, and it takes me about twice as long to edit everything and that's like that's like the fastest it'll take so um like anna said before we we do have lives that are getting increasingly busier so yeah it's just a lot so we will be switching like anna said to every other week um we will be doing mini sodes from here and yes so this here and there in between yeah in between those 
episodes, we may do a mini-sode here or there talking about new things we've seen, kind of speed rounds, or, you know, we really like doing stuff like the Golden Globes episode that we did, or the WandaVision episode. So that's what you can expect from now on. I hope this doesn't make you sad. I also hope that this makes some people happy that I know are super behind on our episodes. <laughs> In celebration of our 50th episode and, you know, this new chapter of Popcorn Hangover, if you haven't already seen, make sure you check out that we are doing a fun giveaway on our Instagram um, with some fun movie-going snacks and uh, gift card and also s- some personal eyes popcorn hangover stickers so if you want to decorate your laptop or water bottle or anything with our or just logo po- or just post it on like a public transit thing yeah maybe, maybe drum up some guerrilla marketing yeah please go like comment share all those things on that post yeah uh the terms of the giveaway are on that post as well so in the event that we forgot <laughs> something that we just said check that out that has all the information but um, now that we've gotten all of kind of the housekeeping items out of the way, we are going to talk a little bit about news. There were some big movie things that happened since we last recorded, um, all with big budget things. So this last or last week, I guess, from the time we're recording this, Marvel reshuffled their lineup again. A lot of people think this is kind of going to be their last big movement with the way that COVID vaccinations are going, theater reopenings, all that stuff. So they pushed back their slate of movies so black widow got pushed back again it is now over a year and four months i believe from its original release date but it got pushed to july it will be coming out in theaters and to disney premiere access which is the same thing they did with mulan and also raya and the last dragon so it'll be an additional fee on top of a disney plus subscription but it'll also be in theaters and they project that most theaters will be open by that point so that Seems like it's pretty final from what their investor conference said. Yeah, they, it better. I'm. I can't deal with it anymore. I just can't do it. it it's gonna come out. I'm. I'm pretty confident in this it's one. It's not the if it's gonna come out. It's the <clears throat> the constant waiting game of getting excited because it's coming up and yeah. then being like, yeah, no, suckers, bye. <laughs> but as a result, because that took Shang Chi's place, that movie got pushed to September. Eternals is staying in November. And then Spider-Man is slated for a December release. My impressions looking at this, I find it hard to believe that they're going to release four movies in a five-month stretch. But who knows? Maybe the demand they, will be there. So They could dominate the box office basically for months. I mean, there's not a ton that is slated for the rest of this year. So, you know, it, we could just be looking at a Marvel back half of the year one positive movie thing before we get into a trailer from this last week godzilla versus kong came out and had the largest box office opening since covid started it made 123 million dollars was that in overseas overseas all overseas it hasn't opened in the u.s at the time we're recording this but um it has done very well in markets that are open so that's actually a pretty encouraging thing for box office returns yeah because i feel like when we went to the movies it was sad and you, i kind of felt like is this the death of movies and because like there's just you know not a lot of staff not a lot of people and it's like dead but i'm excited to know that like movies are coming back and theaters are getting back into it in other places and hopefully in america that will be the case i think we're not super far off from it granted i'm not like I don't have a crystal ball to project how things are going to go, but if we mirror the way that last year went with case numbers and stuff, like, we should 
see a pretty decent summer. Um, fingers crossed. But let's get back to movies. Um, the last news item, the trailer came out this week for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. It was what's known as a red band trailer, so you can only see it online because it uses a lot of graphic images, full-on profanity, multiple F-bombs. Anna, what <laughs> did you think of this trailer? I mean, I've already stated my excitement because I obviously love... We know this. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know I love Su- Suicide Squad. Like, yeah. I don't believe it's a bad movie. I think that there are faults. There are big faults. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun movie with fun characters. And that's what I'm excited for in this one. Because they're embracing the fact that these characters, like some of these characters are just dispend, like, well, yeah, are expendable. Yeah, they- James James Gunn said in, a, in an interview, like, before the trailer, he, like, had a little talking thing when it premiered on his mm-hmm. Twitter or whatever it premiered on. He said, my advice for anyone watching this movie don't get attached to any characters. No, and I think that's the whole point of the Suicide yeah. Squad. And I think that's what was annoying me. Like, people were, like, not... They're like, yeah, the characters were fun, but, like... So that's the thing. I think if they... The characters are expendable. Let's just create these fun characters and then just, like, do whatever we yeah. want. Come and I off. think that's what, that's what they were trying to do in Suicide Squad. It didn't work out. And they, they, they took themselves too seriously. And they're, they're fixing all of those problems now. And I cannot wait and i love 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 harley quinn and i love so many of the char- people that are in this I movie mean, so i'm i'm super excited for john cena his character uh i forget what his it's peacemaker but i was reading about him and james gunn said he is captain america if captain america would do literally anything to preserve peace, including kill everyone on Earth. Like, he's like a psychopath. Well, yeah, he's just he's just a different... <laughs> yeah, it's just like the extremist, yeah. like, ideal He's the person. mentally unstable version. Yes. <laughs> but the trailer looked really good. If you are not, like, at work, I would recommend going to watch it. But the cast is huge. It looks very fun. We could be duped by another good trailer, but I don't think so. I think this is going to be like an R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy, which I will be very, very happy with. Yeah. Um, okay, so pivoting from one DC thing to another one entirely, one that I'm... is much more serious. I was going to say, it's pretty safe to say that it's a different tone entirely. We are going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, so... Uh... The Justice League was actually the, our fourteenth episode back when mm-hmm. we first started, and at that time, um, I had not ever seen it. I had heard bad things about it, so I didn't really want to see it. Um, and John had never, you know, we kind of were on different thing. Like John had never seen Batman v Superman, but saw the still Justice haven't. League. Yeah, you still haven't. I, I, um, not to cut you off, but two weeks, no, three weeks ago, doesn't matter. I started. I turned on Batman v Superman. I was bored on a Friday night, and Anna and I weren't hanging out. I was bored. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to finally give this movie a shot. I made it 20 minutes in and I was like, no, this is this is just not my movie. Maybe I'll watch it one day. But I was out. I was completely out on it. Yeah. So and I had never seen Justice League. And so we watched it together. And it's safe to say that we were unhappy with the result. And we basically went on like an hour and a half rant. Yeah. The entire episode was an, was a, was an hour and a half rant about how much we disliked this yeah. movie and how and how infuriating it is to watch DC just piss away all of the things that they could yeah. do with these movies. I think the way to describe how we felt about <coughs> Justice League is 
Um, it's a movie you can clearly tell was directed by two different people. It's a movie you can tell was written by two different people. It had no sense of direction. It had no sense of story that, like, was com- there was no sense of completed yes. story in this. And I think it really just did a lot of, like, injustice to char- to yeah. the actors and to the characters that they portrayed. Um, and they wasted, they, I mean, we're... I still like it so angry. They just wasted so many cool concepts yeah. that just could have been done in a whole movie yeah. by itself. And I think I think that while Justice League, the original cut, we don't like it, there are certainly moments in there that show you what the movie can be, um, but it's just spliced in between so much mediocrity that you're like, I I don't know what this is. Yeah, and, and especially after watching now Zack Snyder's like original vision albeit a four-hour journey, you you understand so much more of what they were trying. I mean, it just yeah. so many things make more sense. Like, they just didn't explain things correctly. Mm-hmm. It was it, – so many things have so much, you know, a much a clearer meaning than what it did yeah. when we watched Justice League. Yes. So those are kind of our early thoughts, but let me just do a quick synopsis. It's the same concept as Justice League before, but what I really want to – focus in on are what is different about this so and and kind of just the history of it before we really dive into the movie um so like i said the plot's the same what makes this different is they gave Zack snyder 70 million extra dollars to redo some of these scenes in post notably they redid the entire design of steppenwolf and his armor he looks so much better yeah he looked cool in this and he has a little we get a little insight to his story yeah um they added a bunch of scenes that were they were shot but they weren't finished in cgi for the for the josh whedon cut of the movie um they also filmed three additional days of reshoots some of it was just voice work to get people to redub lines that they wanted to change uh, and some of it was for the final scene of the movie, like that wasteland sequence. But by and large, and kind of the thing that I was wondering coming into this, most of this movie, like 99.8% of this movie, was shots that already existed. And the big debate with this movie has been, is this his original vision or is this just doing revisionist history? And we'll get into that. But in terms of a reception, it has a 72 critic score which I don't remember what the original is, but it has a 95 audience score. So audiences love this movie. We were surprised to say the least. Like I was, I mean, we've talked about this already on here, but I was like, every time something else came out about it, I was getting less and less excited for it. Yeah. Um, to compare, the original had a 40 critic and a 71 audience score. Now, a 40 critic? Now, my impression is that part of the audience score is judging it in relation to the original movie. Where it's, you know, the way I like to think about it is Zack Snyder was able to turn in a paper four years ago, not not fully, but he was given a chance to do it again, knowing everything that went wrong. Now, it doesn't work exactly because he wasn't the final director of that movie, but it's a, the analogy that I think works the best. Yeah. So I agree, though, you and I, every single positive thing that came out about this, I was like, I was, I'll be honest, I was skeptical. I was very skeptical that this was going to be any good. Well, I was excited about it at first, but then they just, 
Warner Brothers and DC did the same shit they always do where they like can't decide what they're going to do. And so they kept changing. It's going to be a four part series. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. It's going to be coming out then. It's going to be coming out here. And everything just continue, you know, and I think they've like, they've really screwed over people. Like, Mm -hmm. I think like Ben Affleck's been screwed over by this. Like there's been so much like that they've done wrong. And so constantly hearing them go back and forth about this was super annoying Mm -hmm. and um by the point where it was like coming out in two weeks i was like i don't care anymore like i really don't um and then we started getting all these these critic reviews and audience reviews i'm like what yeah like it was that much better like i was like whoa i had a couple friends text me because they stayed up to watch this the night it came out like they took off work the next day and they said, I'm going to watch this. It came out. It wasn't midnight. It was like two in the morning or something. And I woke up to text the next morning saying, holy crap, that's good. And and I remember I asked one of them, I said, is it good because it's better than the original or is it a good movie? And they said, no, it's a good superhero movie, which I was floored when I initially heard that. But after watching it, I think that this is a good movie. Like, I mean, I don't know if I would say, is this the best DC movie or I'm like, I just a prisoner of the moment, but I might say that I like this more than any other DC movie they've made as part of this venture. Cinematic universe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have to say like, here's the thing. He got four hours to tell this, like, yes, this epic story. I don't know if like, I think too, again, they, it is evident to me like this movie had way too much stuff shoved into it. There mm-hmm. was no way. I mean. There are definitely some things you could take out of this four-hour yes. film, but some things, like, they, it needed to be there, and it allowed, like, these other characters to have, like, this light that they didn't before, like Cyborg and the Flash, mm-hmm. that you didn't get to see before, and you just were... And I think it, it really screwed them over in my... I mean, not so much the Flash, but Cyborg. He, yeah. he became... And I think, too, it gave them... It wasn't all about Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman anymore. It it gave these two characters, they were like integral parts. I mean, in the end, it was them who saved the world, Mm -hmm. mostly, um, rather than the other ones. And the whole point of this is that Batman just brought the team together. Yes. It's not that he was the the savior. Mm -hmm. And the first movie, we had like these stupid scenes where... Where where freaking Barry can't save someone because he's so nervous, and then he goes and like yeah. he saves this one family from destruction in Russia. Like, why was that? It was dumb. It, I mean, I'm so glad they didn't like that. That wasn't even like a freaking thought in the mind. I have so many. So I have a lot of questions that I would like to get to for this movie. But the first one I would like to start with is who gets a better redemption from the original cut to the Snyder cut, Cyborg or the Flash? Cyborg, because. I think the Flash gets more, um, like, concept work of, like, what his powers are, and that, like, we see some really, really, like, altering things to the to story. I mean, that he literally can change time in yes. this one. And I really, I loved that they did that. Oh that my is, God. it's amazing. Oh, my gosh, also, sorry. I like, just threw my pen. Like, the, the, I mean, I kind of just sidetracked. The effect, like, what they do when he's running fast looks so damn cool. Yeah, and you, and I guess, and two, I appreciate it because I felt like Zack Snyder appreciates his audience and that we can, yes, we can figure out things ourselves even more so than Marvel. Like, 
I felt that it was all up to you to make these connections and it wasn't spoon fed to you like at all for like you could go through the whole movie and not even realize the whole time travel thing until like the very end. Yeah, it's very subtle. Like the first time you really see it is when he when they're resurrecting Superman and the mother box touches the water and then untouches yes. the water because he's running but so even, fast. But even before that, he has the premonition. You think he? Yeah. He, you see well, the vision. Well, but he also he says at one point he's like, "I'm not supposed to break the speed of light, yeah. or the speed of sound, him. be or maybe it's light. I don't the know which one. Light. Because he's like, because then I theoretically can do this. Yeah, he said it messes up time and space. Um, but like, it does some weird things to time. But like. I think like you see these these things in the future and like in the begin in the other movie was more so they were like just vis- visions yeah. but like this is actually something that happened and Barry fixed it but Barry doesn't know he fixed it and it's like oh my god like so cool things with time <laughs> um um the the scene though like the first flash thing I really want to talk about and sorry this episode is going to be all over the place yeah. um cuz we watched this in three parts which I think honestly is the way to watch it I'm not going to sit down and watch this 4 hours straight but um, the fact that they took out in the original cut of the movie him saving that woman from being hit by a semi-truck, what on earth were they thinking? It was so cool. That scene was incredible. Like, so good. And I like that that was the first, that was our first way of, like, meeting him in this. Yes. Rather than meeting him with, it wasn't the first time we saw him going to go visit his father in the first one? I think so, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so if we have with the Flash... They did some cool things. They really changed his involvement and that he wasn't just like, you know, I'm fine with you, like, giving them some kind of depth. But the fact that, like, the only depth they're going to give Barry that, like, okay, so you're saying that he's never saved anyone. He's had these powers his whole life. And he's never saved one person. He's scared to save one person. He's scared of bugs. Like, that just diminishes, like, the Flash's character. Whereas, yes, he is an experience. We've seen that. He gets hurt. Yeah. He, he hasn't done things like this before, but he is still confident in his abilities, and I think that's what we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, but they still kept the charm that we love from the first movie, and I'm very excited for the Flash movie, especially with the whole point of like this, the way that they're showing the time travel thing. Very cool. But to go back to Cyborg, yes, I felt that this was like the biggest redemption arc, like oh, of it- this movie, because it. I felt like I really did not like the way that they portrayed like Cyborg. Cyborg was just there in yeah. the first, in like the original. Like, and it was just like, oh, yep, he's, we just need him. And Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg, has been very on the record since like the press tour ended for Justice League when he had to stop talking good about the movie that he felt that he really got screwed by Warner Brothers. And after watching this, I 100% agree. He's almost, he's not the main character of this movie, but like, he is one of the three most important characters in this entire movie. And he gets so much screen time. Yeah, it's not even like... I mean, Aquaman at this point, like, he doesn't even... Aquaman is, like, not even a big part of this movie compared to, and like, like... And, like, I don't care. No, I don't need that. Aquaman has his own story. It's yeah. fine. We can... We'll, you gotta go fight your brother. We get it. Yeah. But, like, Cyborg, he does not... Ha- There's no plans for a Cyborg-only movie. And, like, this... Get it in, you know having cyborg be so integral like to like there was they explained so much about the box about what he could do about his story and like powers yes i mean this dude can like in the first movie you see him like oh i can like hack into things and like connect with technology and stuff but the way that they showed like how his like i love the visualization of of his mind of him yeah being inside of his mind and doing things the way he did it was really cool yeah i thought some of it was a little corny like 
the thing I really didn't like is when he gave that poor family, like, more money, when he just, like, slid his hand. Like, that was a little weird, but... Yeah, no, I meant, like, more so when, like, it the visualization of, like, him walking through and, oh, like, being able to, like, do I mean, whatever he wanted. And then also when he was trying to take the mother boxes apart and he could, like... And he was visualizing, like, in that point. Um, one thing, so my sister, actually, who hasn't seen any of these DC movies, she's watching it right now. And today, I walked in the room when she was there. When they do, when he, like, goes through the visual history of where the box was, when he goes to, like, Nazi Germany. Yes, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. That is so That's cool. That's cool, yeah. And it's just, like, I, I don't know. I loved what they did with his character in this, because he actually has a character. He's not just this guy i was emotional i cried when his dad like when they are showing the flashback of like how he became that was the thing the way that they showed the flashback of like how he became yes. what he became was also a good um re- like a good thing but he i just like love i was crying when his dad was like i won't let you die and like that he wasn't there for him and like the pain yeah. and you can like you just understand the pain and the like and the the rage that he has and like it's sad because you're like you know his father tried to do good by him, but also like created a monster and yeah. you know all you know there it's a it's a really and that's the thing we know this everyone I mean if you don't know this here it is D D C is ultra serious they they love to go heavy that's just their M O and well, like it's since since the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Their movies used to, I mean, DC used to be campy as hell. Oh, no, no. I, but I'm saying, like, now. Like, it's, yeah. it's, they, anytime they make a movie, like, with their universe, like, I'm talking about this universe specifically, like, and not even Dark Knight, but I'm just talking about, like, this universe specifically besides, like, Shazam, and Shazam is yeah. kind of on the side. Yeah. But, like, they, it's dark. It's not, like, dark, dark, like, Dark Knight, but, like, it's still, like, it's heavy. Brooding. And it's, yeah, very broody, and, like, it's very sad, and, you know, and I, honestly, I don't think, I don't mind it. I don't think they, I don't think it's bad as long as you, like, kind of balance it. I don't want, I don't want DC to be just like Marvel. I want it to be a different experience. I want variety in superhero movies. Yeah. And this movie, specifically this cut, is that. It is different in a very good way. Yes. It is not cookie cutter. And also, something that I was thinking of, so, like, the original cut, which has way more Josh, Joss Whedon typical, like, like punchy one-liners and stuff, that's a, most people would say, a lighter movie, and this one's darker. But it's weird, because the tone was consistent in this, I almost felt like this was a lighter movie. Like, it is dark, and it is violent, and it is, but because it's consistent... I don't feel... No, yeah, you don't feel like it's, like, these cheesy, stupid lines. Yeah, like, the jokes... There are jokes in this movie that are very funny. Yeah. But be, it doesn't feel forced. Yes. And that's what I I love about... The, it just feels more authentic. This movie just feels like... Like, Zack Snyder cares. He wasn't there for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. He only came back to make this movie because he was like, people want this. Yeah. Sorry, I'm... That's... I cut you off in the middle of a point, but no, I just, I had to bring that up at some point. I don't remember point. my point, but my next thing I want to talk about was, I guess we're just going through the characters. We already got yeah. one the Flash, um, who I think is, like, my favorite character in this movie and, like, the best kind of, like, storyline cool things, uh, Cyborg. I also think they did Superman so much more, and I'm not a Superman gal. I do not think that Superman is all that. Now, but, for, for the record, though, Superman, like, isn't in either of these movies a ton. No, but I think they just do the whole, like, the resurrection and all this stuff. They do it so much more. It's not just, like, Batman. And that's the thing. is like, it was just, like, Batman's like, yeah, we're going to do this. 
And then he's like, Lois was, I, I brought Lois, I have a backup. Well, and it was just so stupid. And I'm and like, this, this is a big ass thing. In this one, the decision to bring him back is a group decision. And they reach it like all the same decision where it's like, we have to do this. Like we, like the Flash literally says, well, we have to try. And we don't understand, I think too, like in the first movie, you don't even understand like, we don't really understand the mother boxes. We don't understand why Steppenwolf is trying to get them, really. Yes. Like, we just know they cause destruction because Diana says so. And we also don't really understand the connection between Superman and the mother boxes. Yeah. And now, in this movie, we know that, like, they won't come to a, like, they're not going to come to a planet that's that has a Green Lantern, that has a Kryptonian, a Kryptonian uh, defending it. They also are scared of Superman. And, like, they were taught, and, yeah. and then they're saying, the, like, why the Mother Box is called out was not because... Well, it, I, I saw, actually, I saw someone doing an Easter egg breakdown today. In the beginning, when Superman dies, those shockwaves that go out, mm-hmm. those are what awoke the Mother Boxes. Yes, because they're because he died and they're not, yeah. af- and they're not afraid anymore. Yeah. Because... Because he can destroy, well, he can separate them, destroy them, whatever. That's still, that's like the one thing that's a little unclear. Like, when they do that, like, can they destroy the boxes or are they, like, indestructible? I don't really know. I think they're indestructible because they're different, like, dark matter, like, ancient magic thing. I I mean, it's technology, but it's also magic. It's weird. I I, I still have some questions coming out of this, but not- With dark side and, like, all that stuff, like, why is it- they have the portal open at the end, and Darkseid just, like, stands there, but then they're saying, like, no, so, they're gonna come. Okay, I actually read about this. Um, Is there, like, was there supposed to be another movie? So, Justice League was originally supposed to be a trilogy, but the first two were being shot back-to-back. Some of the stuff he added into this technically wasn't part of the first Justice League movie. That makes sense. They could have done just one. I, I would have liked that. I would have enjoyed yeah. it. Um, so some of this was supposed to be the beginning of the second movie where like similar to how the fight between Superman and Darkseid was actually in Batman versus Superman, but they showed parts of it in this, um, it was going to be the same way. So some of the back half of this movie was more of like a proof of concept for what his sequel would have looked like. And there are people who are saying like, maybe you give him the shot to make that he doesn't he's kind of playing coy with it he's like i'll let the fans decide what they want warner has publicly said that this is not canon so this is just this is just an alternate universe this is a what if but yeah if you did think some of that stuff was weird where you're like oh why didn't they do this or that it's because it was supposed to be for the next movie well and i think too i was a little bit confused like i mean you had to explain it to me like i thought when they, like, the epilogue part where, like, he was having the dream that was actually yeah. real, it was just, alter- you know, whatever, a dream that was alternate reality at the same time. I kind of assumed that that was when, I think you were That also was supposed confused. to be the third movie. Yeah. That was, so his third movie was going to be what's called Nightmare, which is Superman turning bad, destroying the world, working with Darkseid. Well, I want to see that. I want to see Superman be bad. I will like Superman so much more if I can see him be bad. It's also, because I I read about this a lot today, actually. Basically, the inciting incident is Batman sleeps with Lois Lane. That starts all of it off. Lois! And then the Joker kills Lois independently of that. So Superman, like, Batman basically tries to be like, no, like, like, it's okay, like, we can still be good, and, like, Superman finds out, and he's like, no one's good. Like, you're, you're all doomed. Like, screw all of you. 
Yeah. And yes, I would love to see that movie. What? What is Lois's problem? I, How dare she? I, I don't know. I, or, I mean, no, it's Bruce has a lot to do with it, I'm guessing. Well, Lois shouldn't sleep with other people. <laughs> That's not just Bruce's fault. <laughs> I mean, it, it's shared responsibility, but, like, and basically that movie was going to revolve around, like, a lot of time travel, a lot of visiting alternate realities. Like, they might have had, like, a Superman on Superman fight, like, just some crazy shit. And I'm like... Can they please make that? That sounds yes. so... I mean, like, the thing is, like, Marvel is, like, doing things with the multiverse, but, like, Marvel won't go, like, that yeah. crazy. Like, that is crazy. And I'm, like, here for it. I'm here yeah. for... I honestly don't care. I don't care if everything matches up with DC. I just want them to make some fun shit that like yes. it's like whatever like that is cool yes that i mean i i think i've said this already like i was so annoyed by how much they wasted black superman or black suit superman black, black suit superman yes like dark dark superman i'll just yeah. say that dark superman because i was like that's like a cool ass concept in itself is like mm-hmm. that batman doesn't sorry superman doesn't know who he is and he is evil because like he, yeah you you took you brought him back from the dead like that's cool. Why are we not seeing more of that? And then we were supposed to see more of that in a Nightmare version. That's so cool. Well, I mean, I'm glad Black Suit Superman, because I did want to get to this at some point. In the first movie, when he comes back, like, he does fight the Justice League. Yeah. It is, like, ten minutes in this one. And that fight is incredible. Yes. He, like, you're seeing everyone use their powers. I'm glad they kept the the Flash running past him and Superman, like, turning his Okay, eye. yeah, that's, like, so badass. That is the cool, I mean... This movie has a lot of gratuitous slow-mo. That's the best slow-mo in this movie. Because, yeah. and it's spoiled because we have seen it already, but when you do it, you're still like, oh man, like, like he's, he's screwed. Yeah. Uh, I just, like, yeah, so I guess, like, the, well, back to my point about the end, like, I think the, it was a little confusing because I, I thought maybe that was when Darkseid actually came back when they said they were going to, we're going to do this the old-fashioned way, and then that they, like, when they said, like, you shouldn't have let her die, I thought they were talking about Wonder Woman. Because remember, Wonder no. Woman was going up in flames. And I was just so confused. I mean, I think, obviously, as I, we can see, is that this, like, I think I knew, I think it's very evident when you're watching the end of the movie that, like, okay, yeah, these are just things they want to, like, show yeah. use, like you said, the proof of concept. But it was really cool. And, like, the yeah. Joker, they also... I think it, it was also, they just gave a lot of redemption to these people. Like, Zack I think, Snyder threw Jared Leto a bone. He said, hey, do you, I know you're not playing the Joker anymore. Do you want to fix it a little bit? Just yeah. a little bit. And, like, I think that it was great. Like, I think that actually showed, like, what Jared Leto wanted to do with that Joker. And he yeah. never got the chance. And, like, Suicide Squad kind of was like, yo, be weird as fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was him or, like, that, or whoever did Suicide Squad. Uh, David Ayer. David Ayer. Yeah, he's a little crazy, but um, I really thought he was a good Joker, and like it was yeah a good take on like his way of like doing it, and oh, they just like did everyone. I think it was good, and like I think uh, I don't well, know. Um, one last thing about that wasteland sequence at the end. Well, two things. One, I don't really count that as part of the movie, so I don't. I'm not like gonna score it on that because I think that that's just kind of its own neat little package, yeah. like a post credit scene. Um, but. The end is just, you're, you're taking just the ca- end is when they're all just standing there, and they're all, like, looking around. <laughs> uh, sort of. Or the part, but, so wait, so you do not include the part where, like, Martian, uh... I don't know what to think about that. I'm I'm confused. Um, But the Wasteland sequence, 
So in Batman v Superman, when the when Bruce sees the Flash, apparently it's that Flash. So that was the movie, the third Justice League, when he actually goes back in time to tell Bruce, and that was supposed to close the loop. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So in Batman v Superman, like, Bruce, like, is sitting in his cave, mm-hmm. and the Flash comes and says, Lois is the key. Yeah, yeah. It's because of that, so it's that Flash. And that was supposed to loop everything back together. Got it. And so, like, Barry didn't know that he had, like, so... Because, like, the Flash is in... I forgot. Okay, guys, I haven't seen Batman versus Superman. I haven't even seen... I've seen that scene. So, I haven't... Like, I watched it the first time, and, like, it didn't really have an impression on me, except for the fact that whoever casted Lex... Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is a freaking like, demon. Like... It's probably Zack Snyder. (laughs) I'm sorry, Zack Snyder. That was a bad choice. Um... But like honestly, out of his mind, yeah. he was—he's an awful, awful Lex Luthor. It's kind of stupid. T- I'm sorry. I'm just gonna go with this. It's kind of <laughs> stupid too because they were trying to go for a younger. This is total time. They're trying to go for a younger Lex Luthor, but we have an older Batman and an older like. Well, not Superman's not that old, but it doesn't make sense to me. Like it's not like Superman just started out. Like it wasn't like he was in the first movie. So why is yeah. Lex Luthor so young? He should be older. Whatever. I'm over that. But. Um, so I really don't remember that much about it, but I, I forgot that, that the Flash is in it for, like, a moment. Yeah. Um, and Barry doesn't know who he is in this movie, so yes, the future. Yeah, it's the future Flash. Um. I just don't get it. Why, why, why did, did, did Warner Bros, like, why did they just think, like, yeah, we need to take all of this stuff out. Like, so, things that are just integral, like, to the fact of, like, the other movies. So, let's pivot. Um, we talked about this a bit when we did the original Justice League episode on episode 14. Mm-hmm. Um, Zack Snyder's daughter died during post-production, and he stepped away. He said, I can't do this. Whatever initial cut of the movie existed was shown to Warner Brothers executives, and they said no. They said this is too much like Batman v Superman, which was poorly received even though it made a ton of money. They said we're not making well, enough. Part of, but part of that was because, like, and you know, I don't know if John, you're in this, but like, part of the Batman v Superman thing was people like were sh- like were shitting on Ben Affleck as Batman, which I think is like not. I'm gonna circle back to Ben Affleck in ten minutes. Okay, fine. F- five minutes, ten. Whenever we finish this kind of history list. <laughs> so this cut was shown to Warner Brothers executives. For the record, so no one confuses it, it's not the Snyder cut that was shown. It was his cut of the movie at that time. The story goes that executives saw it and they said, this is too much like Batman v Superman, which even though it made us money, it it's not where we want this to go. We're going to bring in Joss Whedon. We're going to make it more Avengers-y. We are going to... It was not more Avengers-y. No, it was Frankenstein. The movie was Frankenstein. It, it was an amalgamation of stuff, of ideas that just didn't go together. Um, I listened to How Did This Get Made today, and they said it was a script rewrite that wasn't happening on a page, it was happening on the screen, and mm-hmm. that is the worst kind of rewrite. Yeah. Um, so, all that being said, I don't remember where I started this point. Oh, oh, how did Warner cut all this stuff? So they cut all the stuff that they felt was gratuitous, or... I'm rolling my eyes, if you can't, you guys can't <laughs> see what I look like, but... Um, the stuff that they felt wasn't necessary... Warner Brothers never officially decided that Justice League was going to be, like, a stop point, but they kind of did in their actions. Yeah. Because 
And granted, Zack Snyder, I'm giving him a lot of praise today. He does, even though this footage existed, he had the benefit of four years to figure out what people wanted and also other superhero movies coming out to test some of the waters on this stuff. Um, If this movie comes out in 2017, is it received this well? First off, it's not four hours. Second off, I don't know if this movie is received as well if this version comes out in 2017. I don't know. Well, and I guess, too, like, when you say that, yeah, it it is hard to... We don't really have anything about a multiverse ever in anything. And I think, like, Marvel has set that up, and people are excited about that. But we didn't really have that in other films before. I think this movie... And it would have been... I think this movie, at that time, it would have been too much at one time. People wouldn't have gotten it. Because, like, in Marvel, we were, like... We were just... This would this would have come up before inching. Infinity War. That's what I'm saying is like we were getting we were inching towards yeah. that fact, and this and like Marvel hasn't even like gotten into no. that as much as they will be with Loki and other things. Yeah, but like this would have just been like a punch in the face, well, like yo multiverse. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think like like this hypothetical: if a three and a half theatrical, if a three and a half hour theatrical cut of this existed in 2017. I think people say nah, that's a little ahead of its time. We're not ready for this. But I think now, with what we've had come out, that people are ready for this. And people say, okay, this is not too much. This this is a comic. This movie is a comic. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of my impression about it. I wish that he would have gotten the chance to make the additional movies... After seeing this. because so do you really think that they're not going to let him? I do. One, because Ben Affleck has moved on. He's, coming, this, he's coming, coming back, back for The Flash, though. Yeah. Um, but Ben Affleck... He because said, of the fans, because they... He said this movie almost killed him. Ben Affleck struggles with alcoholism, and he almost drank himself to death because of this Be- movie. Because people are... You know, I, I mean, you can say a movie's bad, and you can, like, say you don't like someone as a character... But, like, we've seen this time and time again when it comes to Star Wars, when it comes to Harry Potter, when it comes to, mm-hmm. like, uh, Marvel, not as much, but yes. And, like, especially when it comes to DC, like, people, fans of of comics and, like, lore are so quick to judge things. And yeah. they are brutal, brutal about, like... I think I always felt, and when I watched Batman v Superman, like, I never had a problem with, like, with him. Like, I think that he plays it's a one really... one of my favorite actors. I think, He's great. Yeah. I think Ben Affleck plays a really good, you know, older Batman. And I think he, like, especially in this, in this film, like, the way they portrayed him, he fit the role well of, like, he just, he wants to bring people together and, like, he what he's learned from Superman. And he, and you know, you can see the mistakes that he's made and that he's yeah. trying to right the wrong that he, that he committed in the last movie. But, like, and so I just feel like they just didn't do him justice by, like, you know, erasing some of that. And, like, even that's funny because I feel like we see Batman a little bit less in this movie, but you understand him more mm-hmm. in the Zack Snyder Cut. I mean, you see, you see him less, but they take away all of his bad lines. Yeah, he. I mean, Ben Affleck. I know he's not everyone's like. I, I know team. a lot of people don't like him, but he's a good actor, and he is someone that has roles that he cares about, and you can tell he cared. Well, he was going to direct his own. He came Batman. Back to, he came back after all of the bullshit with the first version. He came back to do reshoots for this movie. He had no. He has no reason to. Yeah. None. Like, 
what does Ben Affleck have to gain from this? He said he's done. But, you know, I kind of want to talk... You mentioned fandom. Mm-hmm. And my Ben Affleck thing, actually, I said I was going to get to. I just thought... I thought he was great in this. Yeah. I think that he was a very faithful adaptation to a late career Bruce Wayne. And Ben Affleck, I wish, would have gotten a chance to do his own Batman movie. That's completely off the table. Even if he wanted to do it, that's off the table with the Robert Pattinson one. It's just... There's no well, way that can I mean, happen. that kind of, like... I mean, I get it. You got to go with whatever... Like, you have, the studio's gonna go with whatever they think is gonna make money. Yeah. But, like, he was supposed to do it, and they're like, yep, no, we're taking this away, bye. Like, yeah. you can't do this anymore. And, like, he's like, okay, cool. Like, he was supposed to freaking direct and star mm-hmm. in, his, in his own Batman series. That was the whole reason he said he was gonna do this in the first place. He really wanted to direct one. He he wanted to direct a Batman movie for a while, apparently. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh. But, kind of, you mentioned fandom. And this is a conversation I really want to have about this movie. This movie exists because of toxic fandom. Yeah. Because of people complaining so much and willing this movie into existence. As much as I love this movie, especially compared to the first one, part of me thinks that the fact it getting made might be a net negative for rewarding well, didn't you say that... rewarding bad behavior yeah. online. Well, didn't you say that like people are also now saying that they want... They want the director's cut of... The first Suicide Squad, which has no shot of happening with the new one coming out. No. Because they are saying it's just also, not going to happen. Also, like, is there really that much, like... Allegedly. Allegedly. <sighs> but it's a thing. With the Snyder Cut... I mean, yeah, there are deleted scenes, and I've watched them online. Like, yeah. you, you know I have. Um, yeah. <laughs> I will watch them all. But, like, it, I really don't know if it's, like, to the extent of this, but, like, yet they still are, like, yeah, just harping on reddit and shit saying that like they need to have these director's cuts and they need to see the real vision but you were pissed about who they cast like it it just doesn't make sense to me yeah it it doesn't and i think that i think that this should be a one-off thing it is great that people got the chance to see the original vision that he got the chance to come back and especially this was a deeply personal thing for him because it is tied in with the death of his daughter um so that part's good but overall I'm a bit concerned that this is going to be the norm now, and I hope it's not, because that that just seems wrong to me, and I don't know if you feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of... I'm excited. I think what I feel about this whole thing is that it's really cool. I'm happy that I can like it. I'm happy, because like, I have a lot of disdain towards DC, but it's not because I think that it's they're bad, and I or not that I think that... I'm mad because there's so much that they could do and they don't do it or they don't like allow the people that are like, they don't allow the people that should be making the creative decisions, make the creative decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, and, or they do the characters injustice or they do the actors also injustice. So that's the problem I have with DC. But so I think the thing is like, I'm, I really like this. I enjoyed watching it and I'm like happy that I liked it because I was kind of dreading it, but it makes me sad at the same time because it's like, the things that they were going you know you don't have that with other like we with other cinematic universes like there may have been like a person that was supposed to be cast and that ended up not being cast or like a couple of scenes like that didn't get put in here or there like from book adaptations or Mm -hmm. but think but like besides like x-men and having like some issues with x-men like this is like a huge just like on my opinion just a fuck up like they they had all these plans for this and they were just like Yup, no, you don't get to do that. And, like, it's sad because you're kind of like, what could have been? And it could have been a shit show. It could have been a firestorm. I don't know. Yeah. But now you're kind of like, well, we're left seeing this and we're like, well, 
wow but what usually, if like, like usually you don't get to see what could have been. yeah and i think that's why it's kind of like it's like i really liked it and then after i was kind of like dep- i'm like you just feel depleted after because you're like oh like but i can't look forward to anything else like yeah. i can't look forward to what was going to come next it's kind of like your favorite show on tv getting canceled before it really was getting good mm-hmm. that's yeah. what it feels like yeah and then it gets a revival to a streaming service and like actually has a good season but gets canceled halfway through that season that kind of is what it feels like too yeah it feels it's my same like emotions i have with freaks and geeks i feel like Mm -hmm. yeah that's probably a very good comparison for this honestly (laughs) but i do have some kind of just assorted random thoughts i jotted down some notes uh anna already mentioned that it made her cry i want to note twice in the first two hours twice two times and they weren't even close scenes to each other. They were, like, pretty far <laughs> apart. Um, I wrote in all caps, one change I didn't like. They got rid of the anime dancing girls in Barry's warehouse, which was one of the funnier jokes when they were he was watching, like, Japanese music videos. It was so stupid. They got rid of it, though. Um, they kept the best line of the movie when the Flash asks, <laughs> what's your superpower? And Batman says, I'm rich. I would argue that that line also rivals the line... When he says, how'd you get it back from the bank? I bought the I bank. I bought the bank. <laughs> but in this one, they changed the music in the background, so it's not, it doesn't come off as funny. I but, still laughed. Um, they got rid of a, I, I didn't write down all the scenes they got rid of. Pretty much every scene they got rid of, I was fine with. I was like, I don't need this. No. I the movie, don't even the notice. Movie, the movie starts, we completely overglance this, with a scene that doesn't take place till an hour into the original version. Thank God. I, I cannot believe that they started that original movie with them- with him fighting the demons and being like, what are these things? No, actually, I was wrong. The original movie started with there was just a random robbery on the street because Superman's dead. So now people are just going to rob convenience stores. Yes. And I was like, what is this? But he was, but it was very soon in the movie when he's fighting, when he's the, fighting the bug. And then they're like, the he's like, what demon. are these? And he's like, yeah. Also, my dad asked me, he's like, he was saying in the original movie, was it London that Diana... Like it wasn't. Yes. Lo- it wasn't. No, it was okay. So that scene, um, when when Diana saves the people who are the counter terrorists who have the weirdest motives in the world, um, that scene is entirely unchanged because people thought that was a Whedon scene. That wasn't. Apparently, that was a Zack Snyder scene, hmm. like through and through. And allegedly, no footage that Whedon shot was in this movie. What? Allegedly. Okay. That you have to take some of this with a grain of salt, like. Because it's, it's... Has he come out and said anything about this? No, he hasn't. But he's kind of in the process of being canceled. So he's not really talking to anyone <laughs> at the moment. Um, one thing, though, like on a very like on a very serious note, and I don't know if they did it more than once, but there is a scene in the middle of the movie where they have a You Are Not Alone billboard from the American Suicide Prevention Fund. It's American Suicide Prevention Foundation. Foundation. Um, that was just a very nice, like, it is very prominently on screen, and it just was a very nice touch. And there's, there's, like, plenty of things in this movie that are just small details where, like, you can tell he's inserting his personal stuff. I guess he's in a shot of the movie. I didn't realize this. I don't know what Zack Snyder looks like, so. (laughs) He's a very average looking person. Like, just, like, if you saw him, you'd be like, okay, that's just a dude who, like, you'd see anywhere. Yeah, I think, too. I would just like to know, also, I'm not a big Zack Snyder, like, stylistic guy. His, I'm not either. His action and, like, his um special effects, like, it looks like a video game. And it's, like, very 300, like, of course, you know, it, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, But in the beginning, it bothered me. But that was also because in the beginning, 
There was not one scene that was more than three minutes long, like five minutes (laughs) long, maybe. So I was like, this is jumping from thing to thing. And so it kind of annoyed me at first. Then I kind of got it. But by the end, I was just like, I was all about it. I was fine with it. I mean, I think it helps. I think the thing is you kind of got to do that. If you're going to go real gory, you got to go a little bit out of, you got to go a little bit like out there with it so it's not like too realistic so i watched this thing today on youtube um and it was the themiscara scene when they steal the mother box from the amazon amazonians amazons whichever word i don't know which one it is um but they literally for this cut re-edited in the first one like when he kills him with it when with his axe that doesn't have the lightning but now it has lightning (laughs) um they re-edit all of it in this movie to actually have blood in the first one there's no blood Oh, I didn't even. I mean, I like haven't... he he just like kills them and they just like fall and they die. But in this one, they actually add like details and stuff. And they had side by side. I'm like, that is attention to detail that I did not expect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. I'm not like a big his fight style, but really, once you get to the resurrection of Superman and that fight, like it's it works very well. In the last like 45 minutes of this movie, which is just one big fight, it looks awesome. Oh yeah. Um. It is a little more gray, though. That's the My one complaint is that it's a little more gray, and they take away some of the color in this, but... Again, I mean, stylized. It's, it's, it's style choices that, you know... And the slow-mo. The slow-mo is a bit much. Excessive. <laughs> Especially, but, it's with Wonder Woman. That's the thing that people keep saying on TikTok. It's like, anytime Wonder Woman does anything, they do that. They do, like, the... Uh, like, the, uh, <laughs> like, the song, and it's like... Her song. Oh, man, it's it's a bit much. Uh, Yeah, but they got it. Well, okay, yeah, so, I mean, honestly, I'll take what I can get. I'm not gonna, like, absolutely be, like, go from, like, zero to 100 on liking this movie just because, I mean, Zack Snyder was a part of the first movie, so I'm not gonna go from, like, yup, it's perfect. Like, it's by means not perfect, it's by means, like, by no means, ugh. (laughs) By no means is it perfect, and by no means is it my favorite superhero movie or, like, favorite thing. But I think, like, going from where it started to where it is, like, it just makes so much more sense. They did the characters, the actors, the storyline, specifically the plot. Mm-hmm. Like, it sophisticated, um, I don't know if sophisticated the word, but like, I think, like, full, it's full, it's rich, it's a complete story, and it's packaged, and it's given to the audience in a good way, in yeah. four me- mega hour long <laughs> yeah. uh, feature, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I kind of want to just, get, I think we've talked enough. And I kind of want to just get to our ratings and close I have two up que- shop. I have two oh, questions gosh, to finish okay. with. I'm so sorry. I have two questions. What are your questions, John? Two. Are you ever going to watch the original version again? No. Will you ever watch this again? Yes. Okay. Because I was going to say, I'm no for the first one, unless I just want to hate my TV for two hours. Um, but for the second part, I found myself actually wanting to rewatch this. I'm like, that was cool. That yeah. was really cool. So that those are my last two questions. I promise. All right. With that being said, what is your rating? I I honestly have no idea um, based on the first one, but I'm gonna say say an eighty six. I was gonna say an eighty nine. See, I could have said that too, and I would feel like justified. Like it's hard because I'm trying to judge it on its own and not in relation. Because in relation to the other one, it's like a ninety seven. The other one sucks. Well, I think that's why. I think that's why on Rotten Tomatoes, like, it's, like, so high. Because, yes. yeah, you, obviously, you're going to look at one and, and compare it to the other. Like, if we just saw it by its own, we would have other things to say about it. Uh, but 
I think I need to give it an 89. Not ready to give it a 90, but maybe if I keep talking about it more. I'm going to change it to 88. <laughs> I feel like, you know, all the things I said, I think it it's a complete movie and it's a complete story now. And it just feels better to me. And I enjoyed it. And I, I rarely, honestly, like, I like, yeah. out of the DC, like, this cinematic universe, I like Wonder Woman. Not the best, but I really like it. Aquaman, fun. Again, I'm not so big a fan of, like, the special effects in that movie, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, And then there's this. And I think, like, I enjoyed this more even than those two. So, and it gets me excited for The Flash. So, I mean, like, you gotta get it a good. I think, I think you used the optimal word there, not in relation to this, though. This movie's fun. Yeah, this it movie, is fun. This movie is fun. Is it dark? Is it for everyone? No. But if you saw the first one, I think you should watch this one. Like, I think that that's the pretty easy thing to say. And also... You can watch it in two parts, you can watch it in three parts, you can watch it in six parts. They yeah, have partitions, really, we didn't talk about that. But. Yeah, it's really easy, I do agree, it's really easy to kind of watch this, um, you can kind of stop and start, yeah. and things like that, and they give you good um, places. Like time codes, yeah. basically. Um, but yeah, we, we had a lot of fun with it, and I'm glad that we watched it after we didn't know if we were. <laughs> I mean, we always were going to watch it, but we were kind of like, eh, yeah. we can wait. I'm glad we didn't. But yeah, that was an epic episode 50. Cannot believe it's been 50. I cannot either. <laughs> well, do you have anything to say before we go, John? Um, Nothing super like pertinent at the time. Uh, for everyone who is interested in, completing, in competing in our giveaway, make sure you check our Instagram. All the details can be found there. But thank you. Everyone who has listened so far to this point, um, we're excited for the fact that we've been doing this for just under a year, and we're really excited for what the future is going to hold, and kind of the second chapter of our podcast. Ditto, John. You took the words right out of my mouth. I wasn't trying to do that, but... (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Can I keep this? It's like this layer of dimensional reality, and it seems to manipulate space-time. I call it the speed force. It caused me to burn a tremendous amount of calories, so I am just a black hole of snacks. I am a snack hole. How many people are on this special fight team? Three, including you. Three? Against, against what? I'll tell you on the plane. Plane? What are your superpowers again? I'm rich.